long-awaited edition of Hardwood Hot Takes, um, or at least long-awaited by some of you. 28 of you. I'm sure some people will just see this pop up in their podcast and be like, what is this again? But uh, yeah, welcome back to Nashville, Tennessee. I am Jay Ford. I've also got Brett Carter in the house. What's up? That's his voice. <laughs> We've also got Matthew Chaparro in the house. We're back. That's his voice. And so, yeah, it's been about a little over a month, like a month and a week or something since the last time we had a podcast. We took a little bit of a break in June, um, which actually turned out to be a really bad time to take a break (laughs) (laughs) because a lot of stuff happened in the NBA. Um, so when when was the last time Brett you were just asking this? When was the last time we had it? What was going on? It was like I think it was during conference finals. Yeah. And I think the were the Thunder already up big? It might have been 2-1 or 1-1. One, one. Yeah, it was yeah. close. I think it was 2-1 or 1-1. I one, think we one. still thought that Golden State was going to win right. at that point. But if we would have had a podcast a week later when they were down Three to one, we would yeah. have not thought that. <laughs> yeah. So as far as everyone knows, our prediction was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's we really couldn't stomach coming back on on the, the podcast feed with all of our predictions wrong. I still remember I said I think the Warriors were going to be undefeated in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which you know that doesn't that was not counting the fact that Steph got hurt and uh, Bogut got hurt, stuff like that. But none of us uh, still bad prediction. None of us picked the Cavs to win. Though. No, we which did. We did all pick the finals did. correct, though. Yeah, which was congrats to us. I mean, yeah, easy to predict that. But, uh, but yeah, the NBA has changed drastically since we last had a podcast, which is pretty crazy. Like a month ago, everything we thought about the NBA is completely turned on its head, kind of shattered. So this is I. I kind of. Off the top of my head, I wrote down everything that had happened. Uh, the Warriors were up 3-1 on the Thunder. No. Down. The Warriors down. were down 3-1 on the Thunder. I've already mixed it up. And they came back to beat the Thunder. Um, and then in the finals, they were up 3-1 on the Cavs. And then they ended up losing that series to LeBron and the Cavs. Um, which Brett loved every second of. <laughs> very, very difficult Just to kidding. watch. Yeah. For me. Um so then after that I get the Cavs had a parade, which was very entertaining, I would say. Yeah. Um then after that, the NBA draft happened. Uh, like three days later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple days after game seven. Um and the draft happened and it's all kind of a blur. I really don't remember much that happened that night. I think Derrick Rose got traded that night. Something happened. Yeah, he got traded that uh, day because, uh, or maybe the day before. Players got drafted. Didn't seem like there were any surprises. I don't know. Abaka got traded. From yeah. The, uh, the Jimmy almost got traded. He's so, so close. Yeah. Jimmy almost got traded a thousand times. <laughs> and then free agency happened. So I'm going to try to do this all in one breath. Katie went to Golden State. Horford went to the Celtics. Dwight went to Atlanta. Powell went to San Antonio. D-Rose and Noah and Courtney Lee to the Knicks. 
Conley came back to Memphis and convinced Parsons to come too. OJ Mayo got banned. Mozgov and Deli got big paydays just for sitting on the bench in the finals. And about a thousand other people got paid. Where got did Delvado end up going? Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah, I thought so. So, yeah, a lot of stuff has happened. But at the end of the day, it all still feels the same because we're pretty sure that the Warriors and the Cavs will probably meet in next year's finals again. Three straight years, probably. So a lot of stuff has happened, but the hierarchy hasn't been upset very much yet. The Thunder won't be nearly as good this year Mm -hmm. without KD. No. Um, But, I mean, in all likelihood, if I mean, Vegas will probably say that the Cavs and the Dubs will be... Yeah. So the, the two the, favorites. Again. The Warriors started as a four to five chance to win the finals. Yeah. The best get better. The rich get richer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I don't know if we can cover everything. We're not going to cover everything. <laughs> I don't even want to try to do that. But uh, I guess the I've been thinking a lot about, like, hierarchy in the NBA and, like, power struggles and how it's – very like interesting dynamic that the NBA has to work through and has to like make rules for. But the first question I have for you guys is, do you think we'll ever have another NBA season in the future without teams that have a, a in quotes, big three or big four dominating the league? Is it always just going to be who can make the super team? That's going to be the dominant team. Well, I guess if we think about it in our recent NBA memory, the first team, I mean, not the first team ever, but the first team to do this and be successful was the Celtics, right? They had Paul Pierce, and they got Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett to come, mm-hmm. and they won a champ. They won one or two. They won. They won. One. They, they went, went back. To, they went to a couple time. finals. Yeah. And then the Lakers tried to do it. didn't work when they had – Kobe and Steve Nash and Powell and mm-hmm. Dwight. It was terrible. And then the Heat did it. And those two orders may have been mixed up. Maybe the Heat did it first. but And the Heat had to, like, find their way, and they ended up being dominant and going to four straight finals. But this team is already just so established yeah. that Kevin Durant is just coming into a role that Harrison Barnes already had, and he's just a much, much better Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. But as far as the future, I don't know. I think the only way to stop this would to be, uh, and I know there's a lot that goes into it, but if you had no max contract but still a salary cap. Yeah. So then people like LeBron or Kevin Durant would take $50 million a year. Right. And then you couldn't have the room to sign these other players. I mean, it's just insane that Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are on the same team, let yeah. alone with Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. That's four people in the top 15, maybe even – top 13 or 12 so i don't know it's 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 crazy yeah i i don't have any solutions for like i don't know what you do with the salary cap i'm not really an economist it seems like players in general are just like they're all like friends now like i know in the past mm -hmm. a lot of them were like enemies and like huge rivals in the sense of yeah like, you play for this team, I play for this team, we're not friends on yeah. the basketball court. But, like, all the players seem to just, like, really like each other. So, 
like naturally they want to play together. So I yeah. feel like that's not going to be a thing that stops anytime soon. So yeah, I, I it, totally agree with the, it seems like they grow up a little bit together now more often. Like yeah. The, the AAU system mm-hmm. helps. So like all the best players already know each other by the time, especially they if they're get to college. Yeah. Like close to the same age, like yeah. Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, LeBron, like that Carmelo, that yeah. whole like era, they're all best friends. I mean, they're, they like vacation together every year. And it's like, you're, it's a rich guy club. Like all these guys are super rich and wealthy and you just gravitate towards being friends with like the people in the same status level as you. I mean, and they know I, exactly I like the, what each other goes through. Right. Like in a whole season, they know like yeah, the same people in NBA circles. Yeah. I mean, it's just easy to be friends. They have the same off season. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is, this is, I, I just did not expect this at all. I mean, I did not expect – I mean, we, we talked about it, like, in jest, saying, oh, wouldn't that be insane? And then when right, it happened, yeah. I was just like, what I, the I fuck? don't think I ever thought it was a real – like, I didn't think there was actually a real chance he would go there. I no, thought it was I so know. slim. I was like, it would be insane if he did that. There's no way he would do it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that just ha- – it has to do with the, the salary cap going up so much without that. I mean – the caps. Waiting. I mean, so many things had to yeah. happen for the Warriors for this moment to happen. Yeah, because we just assumed they would have to give up everyone else on their team to do it, but yeah. really all it they was was like Bogut. Yeah, and Bogut, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes and Azili. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then they pick up a, a serviceable center in Zaza, someone who doesn't need the ball at all, who can play defense. He's like a, I guess, a poor man's Bogut, but for two million dollars, right. In this age that Mozgov is getting $12 million a year, I mean, it's just insane. And then David West comes back onto the Warriors for the veteran minimum, which is like a million dollars. So I don't even know where they are in the luxury tax Yeah. now. I mean, it's just... I don't even know if they are. I, yeah, they may not even be in it. It's just it's just <laughs> insane. That yeah, it's, it's the way that the league is now, and I think it's going to be even worse this year. Like this, this past year, we were watching the league and we always said there are four there are four teams with a legitimate shot at winning it was the spurs um the thunder the warriors and the Cavs. and so like any game that wasn't involving one of those four was instantly not as enjoyable or like not as high stakes to watch because they're like well if it's not one of these four teams then it's not as interesting to watch i mean having those four dominant teams i think made a couple playoff series really interesting. It made the finals really fun. Um, yeah. In the long run. But yeah, it seems like the top three or four, like mo- best teams, like most powerful franchises are constantly able to, to like fill out their roster because they just can promise the allure of rings and they can get, people to come play for I think them. I think parody is such an interesting thing with the NBA because I feel like it's like a double-edged sword and that like if if like casual fans it's amazing for it to be this lopsided because you're watching like the best players on the best team mm-hmm. like it's yeah. so concentrated on these teams you're watching like incredible high caliber basketball mm-hmm. but if you're watching those other teams it's not as fun or watching one of those really good teams play a really bad team it's yeah. it's not great for a casual fan and that and like to watch those but to like but you're seeing great basketball if that's the case but as a fan like a like a like a hardcore basketball fan sometimes it kind of sucks yeah 
Especially when your team, if yeah. you're a fan of a team, is not one of those teams. Yeah, which I think none of ours is. I think it's a bad time to be a team fan, but it's a really, really good time to be a player fan. If you like follow one player, yeah, shout out Davis it, Priester. It's a really good time, or to like be just like a Kevin Durant fan. Like you don't care where he goes as long as he is still Kevin Durant. Like doesn't matter. I'm. I'm. I'm wondering who's going to get the short end of the stick here on their team because they're not all going to be able to take 20 shots a game. Right. So whose shots are being taken away? I guess you could say Draymond's, which it doesn't seem like he really cares about that much. Um, but, I Clay, mean, probably Clay, Clay and Steph's shots will be taken down a little too. Realistically, it doesn't matter, though. No, it doesn't matter. I don't think those guys, any of those guys have such an ego that they're like, I have to take 17 shots a game or something like that. When they see their stats go down, I think it might. Or when hurt they're them all going to be out of contention for MVP, probably because you can't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hard to put up those numbers like Steph did with such a high volume. They could shooter. both put up like twenty six or something. Right, like that. they could both have awesome numbers, like but not like the thirty best teammate yeah. season. I mean, even Westbrook and Durant this year, they both finished I think in the top five or six. But the other player on your team is taking away votes from you. It's hard to get. It's hard to say, well, you know, he's the MVP when he has someone just as good or almost as good as him on, on his team. Right. So, I don't know. Well, to to my point about the teams thing, so I I found this. Someone tweeted this out. I don't know who it was. Um, between 1980 and 2005, seven, only seven different teams won the title. Um, 25 years? Only, seven, only teams. seven teams. Between 2006 and 2016, seven different teams have won. So the teams winning the title has actually been, there's been more parity, I, like, I guess, kind of for that. Right. But then you have to think about LeBron was in almost all of those finals. Kobe was or in Or Kobe was in all of them. Or Tim Duncan was. It's like the, the players... The dominant players are always the ones that make it to the finals. And they're the ones that always attract more dominant players. I don't know. Just the way it, that's, that's the way it's set up now. It's a very like, you have to have one of these handful of players. And like, every now and then, there's an oddity like the Pistons. Right. Or the Mavericks. the Mavericks. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it kind of, to know that. It kind of sucks because then you know, like, well, the Grizzlies don't have LeBron or Durant. Like, how are they going to realistically have a chance? But, I mean, you never know. That's why you root for a team because it's going to feel way better when we win it and <laughs> and the Warriors lose. Um, but, okay, this is my next question. So we all, we're all just assuming that Golden State's going to win next year because they're going to have the best team on paper. I mean, yes. Preseason, yeah. I mean, barring some crazy injury or something like that. But the thing is, even let's say Clay Thompson goes down for the whole season, yeah, you still have Kevin Durant. They would still be like the one or the yeah, two seed. They would still probably be the favorite. It's, and it's so, just crazy. Um, this is all. This is also what we thought about Miami and LeBron's year one, which I will say it is different because Miami was 
not very good before they had LeBron. And right. They didn't have a system. And the yes. Warriors have already the best record, and they're yeah. adding Kevin the, Durant. The thing that was different about that is that the Heat like brought in all those players, and so none of those guys, none of those guys that ever played together. This is like yeah. the exact team, and you're just taking one guy out and putting another guy in that's better at that thing. There's no, exactly. There's no new system. Well, here's the thing: that's a, a lot of teams would play defense and come off of Harrison Barnes, mm-hmm. which he's a he's a good three point shooter. But now, That's why they lost to the Cavs because he couldn't hit. Right, exactly. Yeah. And now, you're not going to leave Kevin Durant like you leave Harrison Barnes. No. So that's going to open everything up more than it already is opened yeah. up for them. Which do is you guys think that during crazy. the Thunder season or during the Thunder series, uh, Kevin Durant was watching Harrison Barnes just get wide open threes, be like, "Oh man, I wish that was me." <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know how anyone's going to defend them, but we'll see. But if Okay, so who has a chance to be Dirk and the Mavs was the team that upset Miami in the that first year, year one, yeah. yeah. And they they are, I mean, Dirk's a superstar, but he's not like a like typically thought of as a you're, he's going to get to the finals every year because you have Dirk on your team, right? Uh, so who's going to be Dirk and the Mavs to this year's Golden State? Is it just LeBron or any other answer to that? I mean, I still think the Spurs are great. Yeah. I think they have a shot. If any, if any coach can like unlock the key to beating them, it would be Pop. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless there's a big like uh, trade this season, which there, I mean, I think there's Definitely been be. rumors of Westbrook going somewhere, but he'd have to go to somewhere. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> he'd have to go somewhere where you know he would resign. Otherwise, you wouldn't get rid of him. But Right. I've seen some things we're saying like he probably is out next year, or like Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what the rumor. I heard an are. interesting trade idea, and I want to know if you guys would do it. Like, let's say Westbrook says, "I don't know yet. I want to play the season out. I don't know if I'm leaving." So you've already lost James Harden, you've lost Serge Ibaka, you've lost Kevin Durant, and the only thing you got out of those was, I mean, you got some good stuff out of. Serge Ibaka, but who'd they get out of James Harden? Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams, Mitch McGarry. Yeah, Stephen Adams before he was Stephen Adams, so. But still. Well, he's Stephen Adams now, so. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I just mean, like, you, you didn't know what he was going to be. But if they came and said, hey, we'll trade you D'Angelo Russell and Brandon Ingram, the Lakers. Yeah, absolutely. The Lakers, I don't. But even if Russell Westbrook wasn't 100% sure he was leaving. I would still do it. I would. I'm, I'm, I'm a trigger ha- I would be a trigger happy GM. The first sign <laughs> Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> the fir- no, the first sign of like, oh, we're not going to win the championship this year, blow it all up. Let's start again. Ugh. Like that's terrifying. The window you're, you're is not, so You're not going to beat the Warriors with no, just Westbrook. No, absolutely not. So you start over. Is my You'd be like what, like opinion. a 5 or a 6 seed with Westbrook, maybe 4 if you're being like really optimistic. I just don't see them being I don't see him And you're not tempting four. anyone to come sign an OKC. I just feel bad for the small markets right now, really. Yeah. This is like this is like made me think about like I mean, if they can't draft someone and then re-sign them in their prime, that's their only shot. I mean, really. Like Cleveland yeah. would have no shot if they didn't draft LeBron. If they wouldn't have dra- gotten number 1 and drafted LeBron, they would still be just shit. Because he wouldn't have felt like, "Oh, I have to come back" and all that stuff that he did. There were like a thousand things that had to happen for Cleveland oh, to know. get LeBron back. They got what three number one overall picks. Yeah. That is the probability of that happening is, is 
I don't, yeah, it's just absurd. But I don't know. Well, yeah, that's how we have, that's why we have the draft system. The worst teams get to reload every year. And you get more chances at getting a superstar. superstar. Um, yeah, I don't know. I will there's say no, there's no way to solve that. I don't think. No. Just, I will say some, want to play in New York. Sometimes the small yeah. market. I guess New Orleans isn't. I guess they're a small market team. I yeah, guess. They'd have to be. So, but Anthony Davis is just stuck on a like terrible roster right now. He made a mistake. And he signed a, like an well, absurdly long extension. So he's like stuck there for what like six years or something, or is it five or whatever I think it was? Four now. That's oh, four now. Last year was five year deal. But like he's just wasting away on that roster. Right. So is Boogie too. Oh yeah. He, I mean, his sucks. career like, is just being ruined. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's so, so good. I totally get why the players want to jump like hop teams. Like sometimes you just have a bad situation. I think this is a good time to talk about the decision versus the decision to like is LeBron's decision to leave Cleveland the same as Durant's decision to leave OKC. I think they were motivated by the exact same things so like lebron is thinking now i'm i don't know how old he was at the time 26 whatever Mm -hmm. 27 and i haven't won here i've given it a shot now i'm gonna go try and win they had no prospects of getting better or 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 really having a shot to win without him yeah Yeah. they didn't um there was like rumors that chris bosh would go there but either way they they didn't they they weren't as they weren't as good as the Thunder, which were arguably the best team in the playoffs this yeah. season. They yeah. should have won that series, and I think they would have done better against the Cavs, too, yeah. honestly. Um, I don't know. I, I guess they're comparable, but the thing is, if he goes there and wins, no one's going to care, really. Winning solves everything. So everyone's super critical of him right now, being like, oh, you're not competitive. You just want to play with I don't the know. best. The, the fact that people never let LeBron never let LeBron off the hook even like any number of years after he left Cleveland I don't think they're going to let any any championship that KD wins in Golden State anyone everyone outside of Golden State is going to be like well whatever like yeah I think a lot we, of people knew that give, we yeah. knew that he would win so why is this like a crazy thing you yeah. just bought your way to the top I mean I don't think a lot of people credited LeBron for his heat wins well, I think a, another difference is is the actual way. I mean, just the spectacle of the decision. I think a lot of people oh, hated. That was and I think LeBron terrible move that. by him. Yeah, I'm really. I'm also really tired of these articles that these players don't write that they're sending players out. Tribune. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You did not write that, Kevin Durant. I, well, it gives them it clearance was, on. It yeah. gives them a say so in what. I'm they fine with say that, but public. just have him write it or record a conversation and have someone transcribe it. I don't want to listen to something that's supposed to be from Kevin Durant using these I will big tell you, ass words. Most people like, cannot write and most people you cannot even give you a clear answer when you ask them a question. I will say I know, I'm not I'm not I, trying to say that to, NBA players to are dumb. believe that it's from them. And it's like no, it's clearly not. You just said, "Hey, I want to go to I'm Golden Golden State. I want to thank the Thunder and thank all my teammates. And you write something good. The same thing with LeBron's letter to Cleveland. Like you didn't write that. You had a very good writer write that. Yeah. I just want it to come 
from that. You know, I will say I'm a little biased, but Mike Conley's article, his Player Tribune article, oh, was great. So great. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely didn't write all of that. <laughs> it was so long. It was pretty long. It was great, uh, though. But, yeah, I don't know. I think – I actually think LeBron's is a little bit more defensible. I, I really don't think anyone is in the wrong, like, choosing where they want to go live and, like, do their job. I don't, I don't think it's my place – as an NBA fan, I can tell you, yeah, I probably would have enjoyed it more if Durant was on the Thunder and that was like the Thunder Warriors was like a good rivalry to watch every now and then. But I can't like I'm not going to sit here and call Durant like a pussy for for wanting to go play for the Warriors. I would want to go play for the Warriors. Well, that's the thing. Probably he saw the way that they played very closely and it looked yeah. fun. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, I think he likes Russell Westbrook and everything, but there's times when he's just so out of control, and it's like Kevin Durant's probably thinking, I have zero impact on this game right now because he is out of control. Right. And he sees them moving the ball, having fun, like do you winning. Think, do you think Steph's going to be on a shorter lease, leash this year uh, he, where he can't take fadeaway and, like, 35-foot I mean, if, if he played like he did in the finals, I would hope that he is. But if he played like he did in the regular season, probably not. <laughs> I would love that if he got the same level of scrutiny as Russ the past eight years. Oh, <laughs> if he's That'll like, never happen. If they're like, Steph, faster at the ball. He needs the ball right now. <laughs> he's way too likable. That's true. He's not. He doesn't have the killer, like, instinct that Russ does. At least in the same way, not with the same ferocity. Ferocity? Ferocity? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're. I don't know. It's just weird to try and. I mean. LeBron was in a. Was on a team that was so bad. They had. And he was carrying them so had, far every year. They had Shaq then. Oh. <laughs> he was yeah. so far gone. <laughs> He's having to carry Shaq on his shoulders. That's a heavy-ass load. Uh, first of all, that was the last time besides now that two players with MVPs and scoring <laughs> titles played together on the same team. So. No, it's just hard to, it's hard to say because we've, we're so, we think so small when we just think it's all about basketball. It's 100% about basketball because that's the only capacity we know these players in is basketball. Yeah, exactly. So we never think yeah, like, a good oh, point. wait. I mean, they're actually living there. This is their life, you know. Even and they're young. They're young men. It's like, I mean, I, we live in Nashville now. But when I'm 27, 28, 29, 30, maybe I want to yeah. move. Maybe yeah. I don't want to live in Nashville anymore. Maybe I want to go to a different city and do like something slightly different. Yeah, Chris I mean, Ryan was making that point on, yeah, on their and it, yeah, podcast. It makes today. sense. So, I mean, I can't like fault either. It's LeBron like or it's like if you, Brett, if you moved to San Francisco to take a job there that you thought you would really like. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Thinks he's better than Nashville. Doesn't yeah. want to live in Nashville anymore. Exactly. You were never a part of this city. Yeah. I'll burn your jersey. <laughs> I'm burning your uh, I'm taking, Metro water shirt. I'm taking down any picture of you that I have. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not like that, really. Because, because we're just normal people. Well... Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> and like, we actually think that I actually think that Mike Conley like is a face of Memphis, and so if he leaves Memphis, I feel like Memphis is losing part of itself. 
So you know? don't think Kevin Durant was that way for Oklahoma? No, City? I do. And that's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. I do. I do. I think do that's think why it hurts so much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, fans. it's got to be an absolute dagger. I, mean, I, I feel bad for him all for nothing OKC fans. is the worst. Yeah. I think that's the worst thing, like a free agent can do, especially to a small franchise like that. I mean, it's not like he knew he was going to leave. Maybe he did. I don't know. But you would think he didn't know before the trade deadline that he right. was planning on going there. Also, a good point to all of this that I read today. We have no guarantee that Russ would have come back, even if Kevin Durant had signed back. We have no guarantee right. that Russ would have won. Who to knows? Back. Russell Westbrook would have said, dude, I'm out of here. Yeah. So He's like, do don't what, come do, back. Yeah, do yeah. what you need to do because I'm not playing here. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? You know, I can't believe we went this far without talking about talking about the Bulls. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> Give us some... What What has even happened? They have Rondo okay. now. So, so, since the end of the season... Derrick Rose was traded to the Knicks for Jose Calderon, Robin Lopez, who Jeff or Fred Hoiberg called Brooke Lopez. Shout out to you, <laughs> asshole. Um, we got Jerry and Grant, too. Um, and, sorry. <laughs> and uh, Joe Kim Noah, unrestricted free agent, leaves, goes to the Knicks. Pal Gasol signs with the Spurs. Jimmy Butler almost traded a lot. And hot off the press, Dwayne Wade just agrees to sign with the Yeah, Bulls. breaking news breaking here news. on Hardwood Hot Takes. A source told me. Sources say. Via Dwayne Twitter. Wade. Wow, he's coming home back to Chicago. That's cool. Uh, and we got Rondo. So so I wonder who you're trading to make cap space for. They were talking about know. Calderon and Dunleavy. Oh, that's nothing. But, I mean... It's nothing like as far as what they. I mean, Dunleavy's. Dunleavy been hasn't been playing though. Yeah, he's not been good. But they're both making like seven million dollars a year. So. Calderon's making eight wow. million. Whew. We absorbed that. But I just want to give a little quick like. Shout out to Derrick Rose. R.I.P. Oh yeah, we haven't, we haven't done Rose. an R.I.P. of the week yet. He uh, definitely it. He was my favorite athlete for a long time. Now he's gone, and it's sad, but. Is he no longer your favorite athlete anymore? No, he's not. Because no. he took the Bulls jersey off. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm a Bulls fan first. If we'd have lost Jimmy to the Timberwolves, I'd have been catching the first flight to Minneapolis. But <laughs> no, but no, it, it's it's sad that that had to happen, and I just feel bad for him in general because of his career. Like, I mean, when this year's over, he's not getting big money. I mean, he'll get big money compared to the old salary cap, but it's not like someone's yeah. gonna sign him on a max deal when he was headed to be top five player in the nba but yeah the oh. ex-girlfriend finally got out moved out moved, moved you know things happen sometimes in your life you just got to move on from certain things and I'm, I'm sad about losing joe kim noah too he was the heart and soul of that team but I <laughs> he mean, really yeah. was but it's true he i don't know i'm just glad we our guard play seems pretty good now jimmy butler Dwayne wade and rondo which yeah. rondo's a shit show but if he can give 10 assists and five points and five rebounds a game Fine with that. Give me that. Sure. Give me you that. Get him to play any bit of defense. That'd yeah, be, just that'd get be him nice. to play. Just he used to play defense. I don't know what happened. Big market man. He might national TV. Rondo is awesome. Might be more. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, he might be more inclined to play defense and everything. I can't believe we got Dwayne Wade because I had such a love hate relationship with Dwayne Wade. I loved him when he was with like Shaq and when they they beat Dallas and he was just awesome. And then he went. 
And then LeBron came, and obviously I hated the Heat, so I never wanted him to do good. And then this year again, I was like, oh, I hope <laughs> you do good, and I hope you get to play LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then now he's on our team, and he's from Chicago. So that's cool. That's Traded cool. one Chicago native for another. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Also, Dwayne Wade was really, really good last year. He was like the fourth best shooting guard. Yeah. 19-4-4. Uh, four four. I'm just hoping he stays healthy. Like really. the fourth, the fourth best shooting guard – the fourth highest PER and like the other three were like Jimmy Butler and I don't know, some other people that also had maxes. All those players had maxes. Did they say what the deal was? Two years, probably 50 million. So they're trying to clear cap space. Oh. It's probably 50 million. Yeah. I'm sure. That's a, just a lot of money to pay him. But this also makes kind of gives two me, years though. I it mean, gives me slight hope that we're not blowing it up now. Like you it don't also sign. gives you an entertaining team. I mean, oh, yeah. We got Rondo, Jimmy Butler, and Dwayne Wade. See, That's this is fun. what I'm saying. If, if I'm the GM of the Bulls, I would have already traded Jimmy Butler. Like, and I would have. <laughs> yes, but you. I just. I would have said, we're going for a top three pick this year, and we want any young player that you can give me. See, I just, Anyone with any hint I, of a promise. I have to have somebody. I have to. If I'm a GM, I have to have somebody. I, if I'm losing Jimmy Butler, I better be getting, like, to the Timberwolves. I want Chris Dunn, and I want Andrew Wiggins. I should say, if I was an owner, that's what I would do. If I'm a GM, I probably want to keep my job, <laughs> so I don't do that. Because you got to. I, I mean, I heard something that either I'm trying to think where I heard it, but it was based. I think it was Zach Lowe on his podcast, and he was talking about how, uh, you know, why is everyone so worried about what the fans think? And let's just talk about basketball. And I was like, that's bullshit because. The reason that they're getting this much money and people are caring about the NBA is because of the fans. Also, the reason why Zach Lowe has a job is because of the fans. Exactly. You think those NBA <laughs> players give a fuck about your articles? No. The fans do. They care yeah. about... Like, you should care about... He wrote an article about Kevin Durant going. He was like, I spent one paragraph talking about uh, how it's going to affect like the fans, basically, and what they think. And he was like, because I just want to talk about basketball. And it's like, yeah. no, the, the fans drive this league. Why do you think TNT... And ESPN paid $40 billion to the NBA to get the TV rights. I understand what he's, what he's saying, though, because if you're a front office making decisions, you can't take input from the fans. No, I mean, no. you're doing yeah, your I own research, and you're, yeah. you're, you have to make decisions independent of, like, You can't just even do your popular fandom. opinion. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Like, trading um, Derrick Rose was not a popular opinion in Chicago. I, I didn't like Derrick Rose's press conference, though. When he was like, why do they think he traded you? And he was like, I don't know, but I want to thank them. I'm glad they did. Oh, I was yeah. like, that is fucked up. I don't think Derrick Rose is like very socially adept. No, not I don't at think all. he really knows what to say most of the time. <laughs> he doesn't like recruiting people. He says very dumb things yeah. a lot. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to be able to I just don't walk think he's, around at my son's graduation. Like, I don't get think the fuck he, out of here. I don't think he's really like just aware of what you can and can't say at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't but know. Jimmy, Bus Jimmy Butler also later said he knew it had to be one of them. Right. But he also like claims that they had a I great I think everyone knew that. And then called out by Tracy McGrady. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. He like, he like said one of them had to be traded and then Tracy, Tracy McGrady, McGrady was like, Look. so why do one of you guys have to get traded? You guys don't play the same position. That doesn't make any sense. And just like went on about this and Jimmy like came back and like tried to take it back and be like, man, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he liked, that's like what he said he's i don't know <laughs> he's like so why well do you guys want to ex explain what's happening in grisville since uh i mean you guys have you it's guys been, have made some moves it's been 
a great off season. Yeah, I have to say, best case scenario. I wish you guys I could all say. see Matt smile right now. It's, it's massive, ear to ear. Yeah, uh, this is not at all what I was expecting to happen. No. I actually was like, like not feeling that great that Conley was going to come back for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Take us through it, Matt. Okay, so I can't. Can I give you my conspiracy theory? I already told you, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, so, go, ahead, go ahead. I haven't heard this. I feel like this was all planned out throughout the entire offseason. So we hire Fizdale. Fizdale hires Bickerstaff. Bickerstaff is boys with Parsons. Mike Conley's been recruiting Parsons for a long time because they said they wanted to play with the Grizzlies before. Like That was something that came out. So I'm thinking that this has been in the works for a while. They hired Bickerstaff on purpose to try to get a big free agent. And then this was like all put together then. So I buy it's not that crazy of a conspiracy, but it was was too perfect. What was the deal he got? Parsons. I mean, Mike Conley signed the max deal. It's max max for Parsons. Was it four years? Four year, 94. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It was like the same one that Harrison Barnes got. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, Chandler Parsons might be injury prone, but that's a risk that we have to take. He's exactly what the Grizzlies need. He, we need a three point shooter. And he's, I mean, he's got some like driving ability too. He's not just like a stationary. He's not a Kyle Korver. No, no. Um, he's pretty good at getting. He's a the big basket. athletic guy. He can. He's six ten. He can play perimeter D. He. Uh, I mean, he's he exactly shot forty percent from three last year. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. He's kind of a poor man's Kevin Durant style player. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he shoots threes. He can get to the. He can get to the basket. I mean, he's an athlete. He's, he's got good. that. He always does the same pump fake at the three point line. Yeah. For some reason, people fall for he's it. He's long. I mean. That's a solid pickup. I mean, it's a good sign of a good white NBA player. He's got a killer pump fake. <laughs> if you're white in the NBA, you need to have a good pump fake. I, but now you have three max players, and that's fine, honestly. No, I'm not saying that is a big bad thing. Three. I'm saying you got, yeah, the you big got three. You we got, got our big three. Quasi <laughs> got our three. core five. <laughs> now the Bulls have a big three. Yeah. With Jimmy Butler, Derek, <laughs> Dwayne Wade, and Rondo. <laughs> Can't let go, Derek Rose. I know. Get out of my brain. <laughs> but I, I, it's, it's honestly bothered me a lot. Like reading like all the national articles and like listening to like, like fans on the internet talk about how the Grizzlies got like, well, they spent all this money on these guys. Do they not realize that there's no chance of the Grizzlies ever getting a free agent this big? This is right. the biggest signing besides Darko Milicic. Yeah. That's the biggest free agent signing they've ever had. Yeah. Everyone else was for the mid-level exception. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, uh, the, a good sign that you know that you did something right is everyone that's a Grizzlies fan knows how good of a thing, yeah. how big of a deal this is. Yeah. Everyone else is like, I would never give Parsons that much money. You don't understand. Like, Who the else Grizzlies get, really? need someone exactly like this, and we happen to get the best person available. The pe- people that are like hating on this deal are like thinking, oh, why would you pay him that when you could pay. Like someone else that like who are you gonna pay that? Yeah, like exactly. it's not like you're about to get Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's not like, like Kevin just, Durant's about to walk into Memphis and be like, I want to play here. Yeah, I mean, like, you're getting and, someone yeah. s- solid that was gonna get a max deal somewhere. It's exactly. not like the Grizzlies were the only team that were gonna give him a max deal. Exactly. I mean, Portland straight up offered him a max deal, and the fact that the Grizzlies got him to come, he, over yeah, Portland. instead of Portland is pretty that's, crazy. That's I think I think that's where your conspiracy theory comes in, or at yeah. least like 
planning in advance. It seems I think Conley had been there was a little bit him. of friendship think, thing, and that definitely staff. yeah. He seemed to like Fizdale too. He, he mentioned his Instagram posts. Yeah, but also getting Conley back. I mean, that's the biggest huge. <laughs> that's the biggest, and thing. I'm okay with that deal as well. I mean, it's probably going to come back to haunt us in like three years when he's not as good. But that's that's what you do. That's he poison pill. He take. deserves it. I love Mike Mike Conley. Oof. Yeah, yeah, I'm just happy that we have a couple more years with our with the core that we have. It could have went like really bad. Could have could have not gotten. You could have lost Conley, not gotten Parsons, and then basically just be building around a 31 year old seven foot center. But yeah. now and now it's like you'll be in the playoffs for a few more years at least. So that's huge. We might be the third best team in the West right now, or fourth. But even that, it's better than it was at the beginning of. This past season. You're forgetting about the Timberwolves, I think. They're not going <laughs> to jump up that high. Come on. I don't know, man. I'm a believer in the Timberwolves. Look at the defense that he's got going. Look at Towns and Wiggins. They're probably going to be a playoff athletic. team. I hope so. I hope they win it all. I can't see how they wouldn't be a playoff team. Jazz might be in the playoffs next year, too. I'm just trying to think. Who's going to get knocked George out? Hill. I mean, the Mavs probably aren't going to make Joe it. Johnson. I don't think the Mavs will make it. Unless Harrison know. Barnes is, like, really good. Yeah, I don't know. Carlisle always makes the playoffs. That's true. Uh, what do you think always makes the seventh or the eighth seed. Portland will be good. Portland again. will be good. What do you think a better deal is? Two years for $40 million of Dirk or two years for $50 million of Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade. No, actually, I don't know. They're probably pretty, probably pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. But two years at $40 million would have been better, Dwayne Wade. Oh, mm, yeah, probably. He's, he's got to stay healthy. Both of those guys. But that's another thing. Mavs I'm pretty, signed Dirk again. I'm pretty excited for the Bulls. That's, that's, that was a great pickup. I mean, I, I know it's not like. no league pass. League pass, done. Well, I'm getting full league pass this year. I don't care. I want to watch the, the Warriors. Thing. I want to watch the Bulls. That's the thing about right now, I have no idea what any of the rosters look like. There have been so I've many been people, looking at them all online. There have been people that have moved around and like I don't even know who's on the Kings anymore. Like who do the Knicks have again? Like we were looking at the, the Wizards teams. roster. We spent yeah. we probably spent like thirty minutes one day just like yeah. looking through rosters trying to figure out who we were. It's like is Nene still Nene? Like we forgot deal with someone else. Like we forgot today. that uh, that Markeith Morris was on the Wizards. Like yeah. I didn't even remember that it happened in the trade deadline. All these things. Apparently Rondo and Dwayne Wade have been recruiting hard. Or Rondo and Jimmy Butler have been recruiting hard for Dwayne Wade this yeah. past week. Ever since Rondo signed. I can't believe he actually left the Heat, though. I thought he was going to be a lifer like Kobe. Yeah. But. Everyone's just screwing up. You leave Pat $10 million dollars on the table. $10 million? The apparently. Heat, the Heat wouldn't offer him more than oh, two yeah. years, $40 million. Apparently, so. the, apparently, Brooklyn's the team that Jose Calderon's going to get traded to. Oh, <laughs> that just sucks for them. I'm so glad. Wait, who are we going to get? He moved. <laughs> I don't know. It says Chris Herring said, "Damn, moving from New York to Chicago back to New York, <laughs> probably just to get waved." <laughs> yeah. That, that's like who did that? Luke Ridnour, like a couple years ago, yeah. got traded like five times and then just got like waved. Magic Grizzlies, someone else, and then got waved. Well, uh, what? I mean, there are a million other things that we could talk about. We could talk about OJ Mayo, the Juice Man, getting banned. Getting getting banned. Oh, wow. He uh, took two years, 47 mil. Oh, wow. Waited. Mm-hmm. So he took only Chicago. 7 million more to go to uh, only 7 million. I mean, it's life altering for us, but for them, it's just. Chump change. Yeah. <laughs> 7 million. Sounds but like. But yeah, uh, OJ Mayo got banned. So quick RIP to my man, OJ. 
For what? Uh, drugs? Hashtag free OJ. It's for like bad drugs. Yeah. That, What's that, bad that, drugs? That was basically what all they said. It was like mm, addictive drugs. So it wasn't weed. It was probably like no. It was like cocaine it was, it was or something bad. Or like heroin or one of those. I hope drugs. he's. Hope he's all right. Yeah, I hope he gets. Uh, uh, Jordan I'd, was telling me that his brother went to Houston high school in memphis and got suspended for a year for like shaving points on sporting events oh my gosh (laughs) i was like damn wow Um, first of all oj send your brother to private school (laughs) (laughs) horford to the celtics celtics will be good we'll see how they do dwight to atlanta probably gonna be bad but it sounds like dwight might be motivated to play in atlanta so what oh I I i saw a video of dwight shooting jumpers yeah i did too and he was wearing houston shorts did you see that no he was wearing houston shorts i was like oh my god that's great they haven't given him his he was uh, at georgia tech too so you know he's in atlanta so like why not throw him some gear yeah (laughs) now he's working out in houston clothes would you rather give mozgov like what did he get 64 million or delhi he got like 40 something million or 54 million or something like that i'd give delhi you give it to Delhi. Yeah, I think both are clearly insane. Yeah. Even though Delhi's my boy, ugh, I probably am gonna get a pair of Delhi ones. Please, yes, Delhi Force ones. Have you guys ever seen? Jordan pointed this out to me the other day. Clay Thompson's shoes are horrible. I'm sure they are. Wait, who's he sponsored by? I don't. Anta or some like is that a Chinese company? I I don't know. I don't know what they are. They look like the Brooks. They have like the Brooks symbol. It looks like Brooks. Hmm. It, they are so ugly. They look like shoes that <laughs> Jordan said you could buy at like Payless or something. That's what whatever the Chinese brand that Delvadova got. That's what they look like. Isn't oh that really? What, that's but what I, Dwayne Wade. Does. No, his are his. I like Dwayne Wade. But his are the Chinese. Yeah, brand they too. are Chinese brand. But I think they look pretty good. But I'm. I think I'm gonna get some Delis just because. How funny would that be? That would be amazing. I Jimmy know. Butler's about to come out with his first Jordan sneaker. That'd be cool. Oh wow! So, Jimmy G. Anyway, that about wraps up the NBA talk. Do we want to give like five minutes on Bachelorette? Number one thing that I'm feeling right now. So much. Number one thing that I'm feeling right now is uh, we're missing Chad a whole lot. I, yeah. Chad, for I think Chad made, made the show for the first half of the, of the season. Oh, absolutely. And now it's kind of... It's dull. It's getting a little dull When right people now. were like complaining about Chad and being like, oh, Chad's the worst. I was like, no, Chad's the best. Chad is the reason this show is Well, he is watch. the worst, but yeah. He was the, he worst, the worst, but he's that's also why you want to watch. And yeah. people were like, you think he's the best? Are you kidding me? That's why we have to just wait for Paradise. We do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chad Paradise will be, will be stacked. It's got to. St- they are the. <laughs> oh, Paradise wow. is the warriors <laughs> of the bachelor, bachelor seasons. Yes. Um, but also, she kicked off Wells, which that was an underrated part of last episode when Wells was like, Yeah, you know, I'm looking for like a realistic marriage. And she was like, Yeah, I want to wake up every day and think that yeah. I'm still in love with you and be grateful that I'm with you. And he's like, Huh. That's like the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go home now. I know. She couldn't handle that. Um, yeah. What a, What else happened? I don't know. I mean, the entire it's season. It's been like three. Yeah. We've, we've skipped over. Actually, I think it started after our yeah. last one. 
So that's what I'm saying. We we've just lost too much. Jordan so Rogers. I'm, I'm still I'm still on Team JoJo, but I've wavered a little bit. Mm, I'm still JoJo's there. still a really good bachelorette. Yeah, I'm team. I'm definitely. Team I think JoJo. she's done really well. She's been great. She needs less. I makeup. think all the guys left suck for the most part. Oh yeah. Um, Jordan Rogers is okay though. Yeah, Jordan's all right. I think Luke's all right. I think one of those two is going to win. Oh yeah, me too. I think it's going to be everyone down else. To those two. Robbie is the absolute. Oh, he's worst. Him. What's the guy that almost got? Knocked out this past James week. Taylor, not James Alex. Taylor. Alex, yeah, Alex, the I short guy, the little James chipmunk. Taylor. But also, yeah, Alex is the worst. But who is the guy that the two guys that went on the last group? Date? Oh, Chase. Chase is the. Oh my gosh, I do not like Chase. He's so annoying. That, that double date was the most awkward thing in the world. They both should have just immediately and, been shipped home. And on top of that, they were both so boring. Oh, yeah. it was so bad. That last hour, they were both of the show equally just... boring. But also, maybe the best 10 minutes was watching the guy that looks like Jim from The Office. I can't remember what his name is. Derek. Derek. Watching Derek cry his eyes oh, out. Oh, that he was like, stop crying. He's like, fuck, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> While they intercut them slow dancing at the concert. Oh, I forgot I about that. It was, I was dying oh. laughing for like five minutes. Oh, I kept I kept saying like, why are they doing this music over him, crying in a limo? They seriously did it for like three minutes. Yeah, I know it was amazing. Rule number one of getting eliminated: if you're a man on The Bachelorette, do not cry in the limo. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The editor, whoever edits scenes in The Bachelorette, crushes it. Shout out for sure. Every season, he should be the most in demand editor. You know, it's just Chris Harrison, (laughs) the man of many skills, jack of all trades. Well, if that's it, if that's all of our hot takes, then that'll be it for this week. So, I guess we'll see you next week or sometime in the future. So, thanks for joining us. So long. So long.